Thanks again for tuning in to our podcast, Wretch Like Me, as we are continuing on our 260 challenge. Today we're on day number 42, coming out of Mark chapter number 14. I recently read a story about a man who was convicted for lying on his tax returns. He sat down and wrote the IRS a letter. It read, Dear IRS, Enclosed you will find a check for $150. I cheated on my income tax return last year and have not been able to sleep ever since. If I still have trouble sleeping, I will send you the rest. That's how so many of us live, just enough to get by, not trying to do the right thing. His problem was that he was waiting for more sleepless nights before he began to deal with the problem. He's not even fixing the problem the first go around. That first sleepless night should have been enough. It should have been a signal. In today's reading, we see something on on the importance of handling things the first time go around. And it has to do with Peter and the crowing of a rooster. You remember the story there. It comes out of Mark chapter 14, verse 27 through 31. I won't read those for you for time's sake, but encourage you to do so. Now look at the end of the chapter, verses 66 through 71. We read that Peter denied Jesus three times. One of them being with him standing around a fire, cursing and swearing to make sure that people knew he was not a disciple. And then the fulfillment of what Jesus said to Peter came to him. The Bible says, and immediately the cock crew. Before a rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he began to weep. He remembered those words that Jesus said. He remembered the promise that Jesus said to him. Friend, sometimes we don't take God seriously. We don't take the word of God seriously until it's finally fulfilled. And that's a dangerous way to live. It's amazing how people get different warnings and different signals and different signs. And the Holy Spirit deals with them, but they still ignore that and still pass through the, the first time the rooster crowed, the second time the rooster crowed, all the way until the final time it crows. I'm just, I'm just wondering what Peter was thinking on those first, times, first few times he heard it. It may seem natural to suppose that every time a man sins, he would know a little bit more about sin. Its nature, its methods, its, its effects. Actually, the exact opposite, I believe, is true. Every time we sin... It's making us think of think of ourselves as less and less capable of realizing what sin is, less likely to recognize that we are sinners and for the ugly fact that we are nothing more than sinners saved by grace. Every time any of us sin, we are making it not more but less probable for us to appreciate what sin is and therefore not more but less likely that we should feel there is anything to be forgiven. Every time I reject some voice in my conscience or every time I reject some stirring in my spirit, I'm making certain that the next time that voice is going to speak, not more, but less convincingly and less powerfully. I think crow number one was a shout from God to say, pump the brakes. God's word is true. Stop. Don't go any further. Pay attention. Listen to him. No one jumps to number two without first receiving a warning. There's several different words in the Bible that speak of the word sin, but one that always catches my attention is the word trespass. Have you ever violated a no trespassing sign? You had to do a lot to do it. You had to climb through sometimes a barbed wire fence, go through a gate that was closed, or completely go by a sign that you knew was a warning. Trespass means that you have to really work to sin. God is active in warning us to warn and protect us from sinning. He's got no trespassing signs all around us. 
he's got crowing of roosters all around us. I'm telling you, conviction, a conviction that does not stop you from doing anything, it just keeps you from enjoying it. I love one young man's little definition of what conviction is. He said it's something that makes you tell your mom before your sister does. The Holy Spirit begins to bring a feeling inside of us that something is not right. That's crow number one. But before a failure turns into a fall, he will convict us. That's crow number two. And sometimes we completely ignore what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us. And unfortunately, we have crow number three and says that Peter went out and that he wept. His heart was broken. I remember churches of old, they used to always put uh, steeples on them. They always had steeples on, on churches. And they were built on the top of that steeple. They would put a, a weather, what they call a weathercock, or a rooster on them. And they were put there uh, to remind people that even Peter, the first among the apostles, fell into sin of pride and denied his Lord. I wonder what people would think at east side if I put a big rooster on top of the on top of the church. I wonder if they would say things like, that's so negative, that's so ugly. Why remind us of our sin and failure? Oh, he's so judgmental. But I would be thinking, God is always right. Listen to him. Let this rooster be your crow number one. Let it remind you, let it remind you, my friend, of the warnings that God's given us whenever we're about to mess up, whenever we're about to fall away, whenever we're about to fail. I thank God for the Holy Spirit that crows so loud within my heart that tells me to stop and think about what I'm about to do. And even I'm thankful for crow number two. When I don't listen to that, the conviction comes stronger, comes harder, comes louder, and comes clearer. God help us to never have to hear that crow number three where our hearts are broken, where we didn't heed to the Spirit and do what we were supposed to do. Friend, I love you. I hope this encourages you today. I hope that the Holy Spirit is doing the work in your life through this 260 challenge. I want to encourage you before you uh, pillow your head tonight to bow your head and raise your hands and thank God for his awesome and wonderful and amazing grace that saved a wretch like me. God bless you.